0: You're listening to Crunch On Power Tools, German design quality and innovation powering DIYers all day, every day. Visit Berwick GMW Haval and test drive the GWM Canon CC, part of the Berwick Motor Group.
1: We've got a very passionate group of supporters. Um, we hit our membership record um, today. And so when you've got that wave of support, um, you want them to bring the noise. And with that, um, there's good and uh, with that, yeah, there's some things that you're going to have to um, go through as well. Have an issue with them leaving? I mean, a lot left, and four of the first five goals in the last quarter. And I reckon no, I don't. No nourishing. No, I don't. Oh, it's that's, yeah, it's up to them. I I can't I can't determine what they um, do. All I know is that I'd rather have our fan base. I'd rather have them, I'd rather have them um, being able to create some noise for us. We're in a really, really privileged position in that we've got a very large supporter base. And, uh, you know, we will more embrace that than anything else. And it's demanding
0: and impatient, and it would feel on this Saturday morning it's angry as well. The Friday wrap for the Stack Team app, the ultimate in team management. Sam, you, you mentioned that no issues on the injury front. It is Nick Newman in strife for his elbow on Lockie Neal?
1: Yeah, he'd be nervous I reckon Jared. so we wait the findings of this one, that, that is the question, does he have a case to answer? So it's high contact on Lockie Neal it was in the third quarter inside Brisbane's forward 50, he got up holding his jaw Lockie, it's a forearm coming up and under the chin, so it's either a fine or one week, run it through the matrix, it's clearly careless and it's clearly high so if it's medium or seen as such by Michael Christian, it's one week, if it's low then it's obviously a fine, I did like the fact they left the microphones running on the Pause for a bit, Jared. There was uh, accusations that it was a dog shot and then Carl players coming in saying, Locke, taking the piss. So it's clearly somewhere in between. <laughs> <laughs> can,
2: can, just, oh,
1: once again, I'll
2: take Attila the Hun. I'll defend Attila the Hun. Um, contact was shoulder-to-shoulder block first, wasn't it? Yeah, and then it yeah. slipped up and under and the, then it. So do you think the intent was to raise that arm uh, um, previous to... Previous to the contact, do you think his intent was to what? raise the arm to get him?
1: What, say, you defendant? I mean, these are the, these are the questions for, yeah. for Dick Newman. If so you... what I'm
2: saying is when you bump somebody, you do. Both arms come out, the other side and the side mm. that you bump with, and you stabilise for balance. And I don't think he deliberately tried to have that arm come up and clock him under the chin. Going
3: go to your criteria, I'd say it would be medium contact to the body, and low impact to the head, so that's a fine. <laughs> oh, nice. you, you cannot, you that's cannot a fair way of but looking the, but at it. Because yeah. if you forearm someone in the head with medium impact, Lockie doesn't get up and have a shot yeah. that quickly. And and I've played with Lockie long enough and been around him long enough to know that if someone does something dirty like that, he'll get up and have a go back. He 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 knew that it was a bump which slipped up. He got a free kick he had to shot. He moved on, mm. and then two seconds later, I think he was chatting with Doherty having a laugh about it. Yeah. They were, yeah, yeah. So I think Doherty the, initiated that. The the intent yeah. as as worse as he should get for this would be a fine. Absolute worse because there's no intent to hit him in the neck. It slipped up and it's a fine for being silly.
1: So, Kitty Coleman, yeah, Gerard, uh, no hamstring issue there. Cramped twice, and in the end, they decided to pull the pin on it, given it wasn't correcting itself in the fourth quarter. He cramped twice. Yeah, well, he, he, he cramped earlier in the game, and he was able to, to shake it out, rub it it's out, whatever you days. want to say. Go back out and play, but in the last quarter, they thought no, nah, they don't want to risk him, so they subbed him out. Obviously, with no Rich, no Zorko, they don't want to lose him as well. Harry Mackay cop that drive-by to the right eye, but said to be okay. And a bit of a watch, though, on Jacob Wietering. So, that right elbow obviously heavily strapped. He looked a little bit sore. A watch this week, although the. Blue's confident there's nothing there. That,
3: that Kitty Coleman one, I think it was the due to the intensity of that game. That first half was as quicker up and back game of football. There wasn't many stoppages. It was just a slingshot intercept mark, off you go. And I don't think Kitty breaks any time trial records. So I reckon he's <laughs> just got the fatigue of him <laughs> getting to has the third missed
2: quarter. Has he missed, has he got a full body of work behind him? No, uh, he's, but, he's been pretty good, I'm pretty sure this, yeah, this year. Yeah, because normally cramping like that, if it happens again and again in yeah. one game, normally happens in the first one, two, three weeks of the season when your body's really acclimatised into the heat and uh, and the intensity of it. Yeah, but it was an intense game
3: of footy last night, so I reckon during the third quarter. And then once you saw him getting a rub, that uh, you realised it wasn't much, but it was just precautionary.
0: Hodgie, I enjoyed Chris Fagan, laid it out there in the aftermath. They had built this game up mm. Friday night in Melbourne, quality opponents. We were all looking to see if they could present their credentials, and so were they, as that's clearly how Chris Fagan had framed it with his team and they met the moment. They're in premiership contention, aren't they?
3: Yeah, they are. For a team who has been top four the last four years, you've got to continue to knock. They've they've fallen short a number of times. Um, but they went and chased certain people. Derm, you said before about Carlton over the years have picked up people just because they've been Better than what they had. They They targeted people who they needed. Jack Gunson comes in, and Jack's not going to go and kick 50 goals from this year, but he's going to help lead. He's going to lead into pockets to, to create space for Hitwood, Danaher, and hopefully teach those other guys some forward craft as well. You've got Ashcroft, obviously he's, he's a star, he's a, good a good young fellow. No, no one yeah. expected him to have the impact that he has, so he's been good. But then you sp- spoke about Dunkley. They came out and targeted people who they knew what they needed. Their midfield over the last few years has been really good attacking, but some say in big big games they, they lack the two-way run. Could, Ashcroft does that, and Dunkley definitely does that.
2: Could Jared Berry not have been Dunkley's role? Yeah, He's a big body. He, he is, he, but he's,
3: he's capable of playing wing, high, half forward. He's an amazing athlete, Jared Berry. But that's where having the ability to understand and and timing that Dunkley has, the experience that Dunkley has, it gives, it just gives another bit of flexibility. Because
2: the best game I've seen Jared Berry play was in the final last year Melbourne. after half time against Melbourne, taking on Oliver Petraca. And he's a big, powerful, strong body. And I thought that's the best game I've seen him play. Um, Faggs is going to let him be the dominant. Alpha male in the in the centre bounce area, you know of that. Not the ruckman, but yeah, um, and be that big body player. But they've targeted Dunkley. And has that shifted <coughs> Berry sideways?
3: I, I think, I wouldn't say sideways. It's just, it's a young fella developing different roles. We spoke about Walsh Hasn't before. he developed
2: already? He's about 25 now, isn't he? 24? 20,
3: 23, 24. But he's played a lot of it as midfielder. And then he played wing for a number of years. So it's just teaching him different roles. Miss one if, full year? If, if they didn't have Dunkley, if they didn't have Dunkley, Jared Berry would be given that role. But the flexibility of getting Dunkley, who's such a quality player, won Bulldogs B&F last year. You jump at someone like that because he can push forward and kick kick goals as well. So the answer to your question Jared they they are in premiership contention and and what they've continued to do is build up games like this because where they're falling short in my opinion I spoke about defensively running but has the big pressure games got to them in finals? And they I and mean, all the players haven't stepped up to what they what their expectations are. If they build up these big Friday night games, if they build up these big top four games, least by the time it gets to finals, mentally they've done it a number of times throughout the year. And it's not a, it's not as big of a jump from home and away to finals. It's a big, it's, it's just a small one going, we're playing a top four team in Melbourne, playing a top four team against Carlton on Friday night. This is the mindset players need so when they get to finals it's just another game and that's where people can be calm and relax into a final into a final series without overthinking the issue
0: they definitely seem well they're they're more seasoned which is natural they are better stocked now and i think they had that early season stumble against the Bulldogs. so they get the mulligan Mm. for round one that was just a, a horrid performance they didn't quite stack up against the Bulldogs, but they have progressively improved since then. Their firepower, like, so they get four out of Cameron and Bailey. They get five out of the combination of Danaher, Gunston, and Hipwood, and then they they get that little contribution from McCarthy and uh, and Sharp bobs up with a goal as well. As they that that it does look really quite balanced. Um, their their front half at the moment
3: if you look at the first quarter they had five individual goal scorers Mm. so it shows that as you said when you look at the other end I think Carlton did as well but the lines don't rely on anyone and the way their system wants to work and that's what Jack's trying to help with them is that one week you might kick four Charlie the next week it might be Joey Danaher kicks five but as long as you continue to play your role do selfless leads create space for your teammates if you're doing that the expectation is that they're going to do the same for you. So that's what's they're so hard to play against when they're moving the ball well is because they've got five or six dangerous forwards who any of them can kick goals at when they, when they need. So you know what it's like to play in
2: a grand final. They're key forwards. Are they – and you sort of get a feeling on it. Are they premiership key forwards? If they come in with the mindset that they had
3: after quarter time, yes. Because – if you've got blokes like Charlie Cameron, Cam Rainer, these guys, if they mark the ball all good and well, as long as they bring it to ground and make a contest, that's where the lines pressure behind the ball adds to the the defence of the opposition. So that, I don't I don't see in big finals you, you're not going to get uh, ten contested marks and five goals from Key Ford. You're going to get pressure goals because that's how AFL no, finals are played these days. No, but you get somebody down
2: the line who the ball has to come down the line, and you have somebody who even after they get punched in the back of the head, punched in the back of the head, kicked in the back of the calf, everything goes wrong. You've got to have somebody who keeps fronting up for the fight. Are they that player? Yeah,
3: well, I don't think they're going to get punched in the back of the head because well, we do can't if do that, that anymore. It's not the 1980s well, it's, it's where you've got the, gonna, it's, the it's old the, forearms it's gone the, in the, the back. It's the colloquialism. <laughs> if the spoil
2: spoiling the ball and you're caught under it, you hop a knee in the back of the yep. head while he's spoil. So you know what I'm saying. You've <laughs> I, I got to have somebody who, when the tide is going totally against them, will keep fronting up against that physical activity, which is meant to wear you down and break you down. Are they that player?
3: Yes, this is where I reckon they've learnt, the Fords. Then her uh, Hipwood has definitely learned. So they got outmarked early. Hipwood put two or three blocks on to stop the man running, to have a, and then Lincoln McCarthy got his shot at goal because of that. They understand. That that if they're true. not doing it in the first quarter and the coach gives them instructions, they're learning. They're getting more mature. It's not about them taking the marks anymore. And that's what I think is so important for a good team, is if your key forward knows that, hey, I don't have to take marks. I just got to bring it to ground. So my... Pressure forwards can do what they do best. It helps if you take the
1: mark. Exactly right. Well, that's what it. Is. You're not <laughs> going to
3: take everyone in the in the system of today. If you're one on one, someone's going to float across. So your whole role as a key forward, yes, if if you're there to take it, we want you to take it. But the worst thing you can do as a key forward is either give away a free kick or let the opposition outmark you because it automatically gives them back the ball. So I think they're getting better at this, and they've just got to prove in big games like it was last night they continue to do it.
0: So what do you think, Dermot? This was after round three, there was the commentary it gave up on the idea that Danaher and Hipwood could be the key forwards in a premiership side. Is Danaher is a profoundly better player when he is the second Ruckman? It absolutely alters the way that he his involvement in the game goes and I think they just have to keep playing him in that role.
2: I agree wholeheartedly It, it just gives him a bit more freedom as well it then gives for little moments in the game the opposition have to look at a different style forward setup so if Danaher's going into the ruck Wiedering swaps over to play on Hipwood which leaves Lewis Young gee we could go with a smaller bloke on Hipwood, so they start to alter their makeup, and that's what we saw last night. We can play a smaller backman who's more creative, so it, it does give you a different look at that. Um, I s- it's very well, and we, we looked at the boys last night, and they led to right the right spots, and after half time, the right spots opened up because Carlton's game went completely off when they, when Brisbane broke them down. That doesn't ha- to win a grand final. That doesn't happen unless you cop someone like Sydney last year, which is once every ten years. I'm st- I'm not ruling it out. I still need to see a greater body of work to say that Hipwood and Danaher, under the heat and stress of the best backline in the comp, which is what you're going to play against, grand final day to win a grand final. I still need to see them give me. Give us a little bit more of an indication that they are those two players. I think their their lineup is a lot more balanced than what it was. So round
3: three, Agreed. they, they Agreed. had they had Ford in, they had as the second second ruckman to, to big o, big O. Yep, that there made him just too tall because you had Danaher, Hitwood and Gunston all in the forward line with one of the rucks resting when they're not on the bench down there as well. And who's so locked
2: away in the forward line the whole time.
3: And, and when you're not getting a game as a key forward who's got the flexibility to go up the ground. So I think as much as Darcy Fort was really good for him when they had injuries because he's a selfless forward, you will put blocks on, you will give the first option, and he's a capable ruckman, the balance having him out ready to come back in when he's needed, they just look a lot better because, there's as you said, there's more versatility through there. And then if if you put down her in the ruck, it adds another small forward. So there's now Charlie with Link McCarthy, with Cam Rayner, all these other small forwards have balanced quite nicely.
1: Have been Melbourne, have been Collingwood. they beat Collingwood. The quirk yeah. of the fixture. They don't have to face Geelong there until I think one, round 19.
2: There is one thing, there's a disclaimer on that. <laughs> they don't the play old... the Gabba. <laughs> The old, <laughs> you got to come through Chicago. <laughs> well, at the end yeah. you do, but they haven't been able to get to the yes, end. So I know, I
1: know, I know. they potentially the qualify for the yeah. two home finals. Yeah. But can that's I just... right,
0: fin- finish top two. Yeah. And they they are clearly going to be frighteningly hard to beat at the Gabba. More, I think more so than they have been in their previous finals campaigns.
1: Jeez. Jeez, I love Charlie Cameron though. So that's 23 in his last five now. The guy, he's so strong as well, which I don't think he gets enough credit for. He's obviously uber smart as well. Once the ball's over the back, you never catch him. Jesus. Oh, no.
2: hodgy about him. He's a little man who plays angry after <laughs> he, he kicks a goal. Plenty of he last goes time. up to Silvani and tells him how he beat him. It tells yep. him how he tackled.
1: Got in the start does, a
3: couple of times. Yep. Does
2: he ever cover clip?
3: clip? <laughs> uh, no, not when he's kicking 23 <laughs> goals in five weeks. You don't give someone like that a clip. I think what, what he's noticed is when he's played on good defenders and good defenders, when he hasn't had a great game, that they'll get stuck into him. So what he, realize, he feels how uncomfortable he is at that time that – A defender, how embarrassing it is. If you make a mistake like Silvani did and got done holding the ball, he goes and lets you know about it. How (laughs) frustrated. So then all of a sudden they're more worried about him than doing their actual role. So... He, uh, I think he's learnt in his experience, and he's oh, tell you what, he's in some finals. I wanted to give him a clip last.
0: Twenty-six point winners, the Lions yeah. over the Blues. Uh, a bit more broad as we go along in crunch time. As Chris Fagan's got more on his mind than just this campaign with Brisbane, so a little more has come to light on that front. And the AFL has been able to identify and ban fans who have racially vilified players so far this season we will explore that next on crunch time for azito powering diy's all day every day at bunnings